0: Welcome to episode 423 of Effectively Wild, the daily podcast from Baseball Prospectus, presented as always by the Play Index Tool at BaseballReference.com. I'm Sam Miller with Ben Lindbergh, and Ben. Before we get going, I want to thank uh, loyal listener James Smith, uh, who pointed out that Ryan Webb finished a game today. Uh, he oh, did no. not get the yeah. He did not get the save in that game. He looked he looked very good. He looked like a closer. He Struck out a pair, didn't give up a, uh, didn't allow a base runner, but he was not getting a save in that game, and they were losing. So he now has 75 completed games in his career without a save, uh, making up the the ground that Matt Albers had uh, had uh, put between him and and Webb uh, with a finished game a week ago. So uh, that's that's a thing we're updating now. He has 75, and Matt Albers has 83, and uh, if if you're not reading the site, you might not know that we wrote about Matt Albers and how closer-like he looked uh, in in a game a couple days ago, in which he's sort of like kind of made history. He got eight swinging strikes in an inning, in which he threw only 14 pitches, which is the 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 high basically the highest ratio of the last year plus, um, and dwarfs what you know really any other pitcher, and particularly what any other Matt Albers. Has ever done, and um, and he was so fired up by this uh, performance that we got to see an almost closer celebration <laughs> out of him. Like mm-hmm. after the final swinging strike, he he stomped off the mound and lifted his fist and pumped it down as though he had just saved a game. And uh, it was as though we saw what he will do when he finally gets <laughs> a save. Very, yes. I, I would say, very Broxton-like. To me, it looked like uh-huh. a, a Jonathan Broxton cl- uh, save.
1: Um, so that's what he's yeah. got in him. He's ready. He'll be ready he's, when the day comes. He's yeah, on, he's Matt right. Alberts is on paternity leave. He's just just always finishing.
0: Oh. Edit, edit that out. <laughs> <God>. please, <laughs>
1: please edit that out. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, please, please, please edit that out. Um, All right. So
0: a podcast. Let's do a podcast.
1: Okay. Uh, I meant to mention something yesterday. I was... I guess I was so distraught over the Undertaker's loss at WrestleMania that it just slipped my mind. But um, people should should uh, take part in the hacking mass competition that we are running at BP. This is a a long time thing that BP used to do. We took a few years off, and now we have brought it back. It is basically a, a stripped down fantasy game where you try to draft or you know you try to select the worst worst players at every position. Um, and there are prizes, the, the person who selects the worst team, uh, wins a lifetime premium subscription to BP and a hundred dollars and the rest of the the top 10 or bottom 10 finishers also win one year subscriptions to BP. So you can go to the site, uh, right now it's free for, for anyone to, to play. You don't have to have a, a BP premium subscription. You can just have a basic free one, um, just go to the site. You'll see a post on the top right about Hacking Mass, or you can go to baseballperspectus.com HM to register. And the, the deadline is this Friday at midnight Pacific time, I think. So both Sam and I are playing and a bunch of other people have already signed up and it's it's fun. It's like the reliever league. It's another thing to pay attention to. Um,
0: it's yeah, it's super fun. I am thrilled that it's back. This to me uh, now it, it feels like J.J. Abrams getting to direct you know Star Wars and Star Trek. Like it's yeah. really exciting that hacking Mass is a thing now that, that uh, you know you, like we we get we get to bring it back and, and and kind of almost like in a way uh, oversee it. So that's like really super cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean we don't la- we have nothing to do with it. You <laughs> you you said the you said the words that made it happen yes so anyway
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so, yeah so do that it's fun um, okay. who's your pick who's your hacking mass pick
1: I haven't your... made my team yet I'm actually I'm sort of sifting through the options because we have until Friday and I figure might as well might as well use that time maybe someone will get hurt or something um, but you don't
0: have a, you don't have a you don't have like a one name one one goer
1: uh, I liked Ryan Goins. mm-hmm um, he was kind of my, my pick off the top of my head I don't know whether he'll get enough playing time Because that's the thing It's it's based on uh, like a proprietary stat That's basically It's based it's like 0. .8 minus OPS times plate appearances So you want the guy with the lowest OPS And the most plate appearances And for pitchers it's something similar with ERA and innings pitch So you want someone who's bad on a rate basis But but somehow not so bad that he loses his job Um you just want the, the replacement level types who manage to stay in there all season. I guess, uh, I, th- I think BJ Upton has been a popular pick so far. Very.
0: In fact, 134 out of uh, 440 teams have him right now. He is, at least as far as the players that I've picked, he is the most popular player.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just continuing my mystification about mechanical flaws and people who fix them. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's just, I I never know what to think. We did a, we talked about this on the Braves preview podcast. I guess it was how he revamped his mechanics after his struggles last season. And everyone sounded really optimistic and he sounded confident. And, oh, he's hitting the way he did during his successful seasons again. And so far he has, what, 11, 11 strikeouts and no walks and 25 plate appearances. Meanwhile, Josh Hamilton is hitting really well and he credits a mechanical adjustment um he is he is now bouncing around behind uh, before he starts his load which mm-hmm. apparently he didn't do last year and didn't do in the second half of 2012 and somehow he just forgot to do it all of a sudden and now he's doing it again and so now he's the old josh hamilton again so mm-hmm. continuing mm-hmm. to confuse me about whether i should ever believe these things will will have an effect mm-hmm.
0: you'll crack it someday someday uh- all right, so I wanted to talk about a few things that are new this year. Uh, I, I do not That's not the right way to say it. Uh, things about 2014 that are different than all the years that have come before in terms of league performance. And, of course, we're only five to eight games into the season. And so uh, most of these things, uh, at this point, it's way too soon to say whether uh, it w- it's a, uh, a fluke or whether it's something specific to the early, uh, you know, to, to the season's first eight games, you know, there are certain statistical trends in the first eight games that you might not see in September, just because you know pitchers, for instance, are uh, you know limited in pitch counts, kind of a thing. So, uh, or if there are actual changes in the game. So, I'm going to tell you a few of the things that are happening this year that are different than all the other years, and you're going to uh, talk about them and tell me whether they're real. I guess. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you haven't been prepared, so it's—I don't want anybody to think that you've done any sort of statistical work to determine whether they are significant, uh, whether this is a significant change or anything like that. You're just going to talk.
1: Yes, I think they will—they will know from the quality of my answers that I have not thought about this before.
0: I might also talk. Just for, I might Please not. do. We'll Please see. do. All right. So uh, here's one. Uh, home runs are uh, are way down. They're way down from last year last year there were uh, there was almost one home run per game uh, and this year there, it, it, 0.96 I should say and uh, this year it's 0.85 It's the lowest rate since 1993 um, and you know obviously offense has been going down or it, it went down I, I, I guess we can say it went down um, but home runs didn't really go down. It's such a home run. Friendly era in a lot of ways uh, strategically that home runs still stayed quite high um, and now they're they've dipped so 0.85 home runs lowest in 20 years uh, and significantly lower than last year and the the previous year and and so perhaps yeah do you so want to talk now
1: are we talking about season to season comparison or are we talking about April to April or first talk- week to talking- first week
0: we're talking about we're talking season to season and so uh-huh. your answer could very easily be, well, it's April. Maybe home runs are always down in April.
1: Yes, that is my answer. Uh, we, well, yeah, I wonder whether we can check that quickly. I mean, I, I know that they are lower in April. I don't know whether that accounts for the entire difference. But, yeah, that's, I mean, offense in general goes up as the year goes on. As the weather gets warmer, balls start flying farther when they are hit. So I wouldn't be surprised if that accounted for all of that, or, or a high percentage of it at least. I wouldn't be shocked if home runs were down either, but, um, but that doesn't convince me.
0: Well, uh, Ben, this isn't conclusive, and this is only one year that I'm looking at, but uh, I will say that actually last year in April, home runs were up uh, hmm. over the rest of the year. In April, there were 1.02 homers hit uh, per game in April, and uh, the season average was 0.96. So presumably, like, on average, uh, like, 0.93 or 0.94 for the rest of the year after that. So, in fact, uh, that's only one year. Maybe last year was a freakish April. Uh, but hmm. home runs were not, were not down.
1: That surprises me. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I would like to, to know more years. But if, I mean, it's you'd think that I mean if pitchers are getting harder to hit it seems I mean strikeouts rise every year and maybe that's partially because of a change on the batter's uh, part where they're swinging for home runs they're trying to hit home runs and therefore they still hit home runs but they also miss the ball and they strike out more often Um, but I mean it sort of stands to reason that if pitchers are throwing harder and getting it harder to hit that there would be fewer home runs. Sure,
0: yeah, but uh, in two thousand twelve, home runs were down in April uh, mm-hmm. by about the by about the same margin as they were up last year. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh.
0: And of course, we know that this is not this is not. I mean, we know that home runs are down in April. That's an established right, an established thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So I would guess that that accounts for for most of that.
0: Um. Okay. Now let me let me now let me bring this up though because they were down slightly in two thousand eleven. So nonetheless home runs in the previous three Aprils were all higher than they are now, although maybe it's that we haven't seen all of April. maybe they'll move up mm-hmm. uh, progressively as April happens.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I'm gonna say I'm gonna say small sample on that and not just small uh, sample but early April sample. Yes
0: yeah, so, yeah like uh, misleading yeah uh, confounding variable yes we'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, And so presumably that would have something to do as well with total bases being down. And uh, runs being down and OPS being down, all of which are down. Mm -hmm. All right, next one: strikeouts. Our Uh, favorite, uh way way up, way up. Yeah, (laughs) like a huge a huge jump. Uh, You know, there have been it's been going up steadily for many years. um, But uh, last year was seven point five per game. Uh, Previous year seven point five per game. This year eight per game. Ooh. Yeah, big big jump, and uh, and walks actually have gone up too uh, over the last uh, three years
1: huh. compared
0: to the, compared to the previous three
1: years. So That is a big jump. So there was a big jump from 2011 to 12 when it went up from 7.1 to 7.6, and then it was yes. right, and then it was flat for a couple years. Huh. So that's interesting. Um, I wonder if I had to guess about a, a time of the year effect, I would guess that strikeout rate would be lower in april just because velocity tends to be lower um pitchers pitchers tend to gain velocity as the year goes on both because of the the temperature and because they are you know broken in and warmed up and all that um and that's been pretty well documented too so i would i would guess that uh that strikeout rate would rise also throughout the year but I'm not sure about that um, I'm looking
0: at I've, I've just looked at the previous five seasons and it's ever 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 so slightly less in April it looks like but uh-huh. but not a not not reliably uh-huh. and not a big difference
1: huh okay well um I'm inclined to in so to...
0: April April looks to be a very good gauge uh, or predictor of what the year's strikeouts are going to be
1: uh-huh yeah so i'm inclined to to believe that one i mean just just based on the fact that it's happened more or less every year yeah i mean and that's that's interesting because we've talked many times on the show about when when strikeout rate is too high and of course you know people like rob nyer think it's already too high and we were kind of okay with it where it was last year and i think we said maybe we'd be okay with it up to like a strikeout per inning, or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. but we're we're getting there, almost there. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean, people like Rob Meyer? Uh Rob Nair and other people.
0: Uh, yeah, it's so you know. I'm, as 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 you know, I'm I'm looking this year at uh, every day. I wake up and I look at the previous day's pitching lines, and I'm I'm collecting all the pitching lines that have never occurred before, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm writing about them periodically. And so, you know, the pitching line, innings, hits, runs, earn runs, walks, strikeouts. And it's usually, it's like one or two a day on average um, have never happened. And I'm, I'm fascinated by how we could be this far and have lines that have never happened. And you're surprised by how many there are. And um, in fact, uh, you, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you should be surprised by how few there aren't because there's like infinite pitching lines. But anyway, the, one, the real consistent thing I've seen with the indivi- with the new lines is that they usually what sets them apart is the strikeouts and or the walks. There are so many outings now that are like five innings, seven strikeouts from the starter, mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem like that doesn't shock you. That seems fairly normal. Like you know, batters pitchers do that pretty regularly now. But those lines just didn't exist previously. Partly because uh, pitchers would go longer than five innings partly because they wouldn't strike out seven in five innings, but those two things are kind of related, too. I mean, the pitch counts are getting higher because pitchers are striking out seven and, you know, walking three in five innings. Um, so it, uh, that's a non-scientific uh, way of looking at this, but, I mean, it, it really does seem like... And I, this is not compared to last year, necessarily, but, uh, you know, clearly we're in a place where starting pitchers are, are pitching for strikeouts in a way that is unprecedented. And uh, it, I'm not. I, I'm just noting that it has jumped out at me in, in doing this thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, there was a lot, a... Also, there's also a lot more, and this does not show up in the stats so far this year because walks are up, but there's a lot more like eight strikeout, one walk outings where like the pitcher goes six innings and gives up five runs and you wouldn't think he pitched that well, but he struck out eight and walked one or he struck out six and walked nobody. There's a lot more fifth games. There's like... A, a lot of these new games are are fit star, you know, fit superstar games. Right.
1: Well, you, we we talked about that, or you wrote about it last year, right? With the the high strikeout to walk ratios, not necessarily leading to good results, or to the degree that we would have, would have expected. Or did um, I? I think so. And Joe Blinton. Like Joe Blinton, right? Yeah. Um, Joe. Yeah. So I'm looking at a there was a Max Markey article about a year ago, last last February, uh, where he. He tried to figure out whether pitchers are ahead of hitters or whether hitters are ahead of pitchers early in the year, that that eternal debate, Um, and he concluded that that hitters are ahead of pitchers, uh, that that once you remove the effect of temperature, scoring is actually higher early in the season and then declines throughout the year, um, which to him suggested that... Pitchers are not really in midseason form to the effect to the extent that hitters are, and he looked to see if it was was a defense effect possibly, and it wasn't. Defensive efficiency was just as high or even higher early in the year, so it seemed to be that that pitchers were behind hitters once you accounted for the effect of of, of temperatures. So, if that's the case, and if uh, and if pitchers are really striking people out at that rate, and again we're just talking about one week. But strikeout rate is a thing that stabilizes pretty quickly, so yeah, I mean, I'm inclined to to think there's some signal there.
0: All right, um, it's also it's also possible that that uh, this would be different three days from now. It's possible that this is somewhat the effect of uh, being. Midway through the second turn through the rotation, so uh-huh. that That's possible, the, yeah. that the aces have pitched twice, and so uh, they've pitched a disproportionate percentage of time. But we'll see in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, caught stealings way down, <laughs> uh, like way down. And you know, I, I wrote last year and we talked last year about how stolen base attempts mm-hmm. are down. Um, and stolen base attempts this year are equal to stolen base attempts last year, which is like, I, I think the lowest since like the 70s or something. And that came out of nowhere and was already hard to explain. But nonetheless, that's established. But this year, nobody's getting caught. So this year, uh, last year 55%, uh, sorry, there were 55 stolen bases per game and not, there's not 55, .55 stolen bases per game and .21 caught stealings. This year, the the sum is going to be the same, but it's now 0.61 successful and 0.15 unsuccessful. So better than 80 percent success rate. Better than 80 percent, Ben. Huh. Or as the guy in Can't Hardly Wait would say, 93
1: percent, yo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not Billy Hamilton because he doesn't have one yet.
0: He's bringing it
1: down. He's been caught once um, by my man Anthony Wrecker. Uh, So that's interesting. Um, hmm.
0: Lowest caught stealing rate since 1950, which I assume is actually an artifact of the the record keeping. My guess is that they weren't keeping caught stealings reliably in 1950. Mm -hmm. My guess. Anyway.
1: So, okay. So what did you say about the attempt rate? It's exactly the same as last year,
0: which is is much lower than in 2012 and 2011 and 2010, but nonetheless, exactly the same as last year. Hmm.
1: Uh, well, I guess it could be if, all right, so if it is real, then it could be a few things, right? It could be, uh, that teams are not prioritizing catcher arms to the degree that they once were. Maybe they're more interested in receiving skills or game calling skills or something. Uh, it could be that, that pitchers are neglecting the running game that they're focusing on, on the batter, which maybe makes sense. Um, it could be that runners are faster, that maybe that thing that people always say about how, you know, 90 feet between bases is just perfect and it worked really well a century ago and it works just as well now and it's immaculately determined. Uh, maybe maybe that's not true. Maybe people have gotten faster to the degree that, that that's not quite as, as long a distance anymore. Um, maybe, I don't know, could it be... Probably wouldn't have anything to do with replay, right? I mean, I doubt that, that umpires got their calls wrong one way or another in the past in a way that would affect stolen base rate. Uh,
0: I wouldn't think it would affect it enough to show up. I actually, though, uh, to go off on a small tangent, I did was thinking the other day that one thing that we never talked about with replay is that there's always been, a I feel like, a bias toward calling a runner out if the ball beats him. Yeah, and and so now you know now theoretically with replay that will you know sort of have to go away, and yeah. you wonder whether the only reason I thought it was interesting is you wonder whether it will change base running whether uh, you will see a shift in how often runners go for it if they if they and kind of I wonder how long it would take for batter for runners and teams to change their calculus in their mind like if it's an entire generation that has to be brought up in in this slightly 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 different. Uh, uh, calculation so mm-hmm. that it's you know becomes second nature. Anyway, that's not that's not relevant to this conversation.
1: Um, or it, I guess it could be that that the overall attempt rate hasn't declined from last year, but um, but I don't know better runners are going more often or something. The, the distribution of attempts is is skewed more toward runners who are more likely to be successful. Uh, so it could be any of these things or I guess it could be nothing. I'll say I'll say there's something to it. To to talk about what you just said at, at the saber analytics conference, there was a presentation by BIS, and they just did a whole thing on charting everything having to do with base running and timing pitchers and timing pop times, and uh, they're I think they're timing the time it takes to apply tags starting this season, and they found that. Even to get it to a 50% caught stealing rate, the ball has to get to the glove of the player who's covering second uh, between 0.2 and 0.25 seconds before the runner arrives. And that if the ball and the runner get there at the same time, the runner is safe 88% of the time. That would support the idea that maybe maybe replay could, could help or, or would have an effect there. But yeah, I'll say, I'll say there's something to it. I'll say it'll regress a little bit back toward whatever the uh, established number was before. But maybe there's something.
0: I'm going to guess that it will, that it's all fluke. That Mm -hmm. it won't regress all the way. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that last year's might have been a little low. And this year's might be a little high. And maybe last year's never quite regressed all the way. But I mean we're talking about like a dozen caught stealings that are missing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that when you put it that way, it doesn't seem like it has to be significant. So I'm gonna
1: guess not significant. Did you see the Martín Maldonado play? No. He, if he were if he were behind the plate, uh, cut stealing rate would be higher. It was like he he backhanded a ball in the dirt and threw from his knees and got the it? guy. At, uh, I will send it in a second. It was. Was very impressive. I think even you would be impressed and I have failed to impress you with defensive plays many God, times.
0: You sent um, me that Delman Young one a couple weeks ago that was just like nothing. It was the most routine play. It well, basically made Delman Young look slow and clumsy. And you were you were like doing that nunna nut dunna nut sound, like you were all like hyped up.
1: This uh, one all right. this one you're gonna like.
0: I probably will like it. Uh, and while I watch it, uh, because I no longer have ad blocker. Oh good, it's here we go. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. I'm gonna watch it.
1: Here we go. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll put a link to the Facebook on the Facebook page to this play in case you haven't seen it. It is it's very impressive.
0: That's really great. Yeah. I like that. The, there's this great way that the uh, that the two he does two amazing things, right? He picks the ball and then he throws the ball, and he does both of them extremely well. But there is this wonderful way that the two things help each other. You know, like mm-hmm. the the way that he has to catch it leads into his throwing motion. Yeah, right. And create it sort of creates a load for yes, his throw. Yes, I thought that and, too. And yeah, so it's 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 slightly convenient for him. Um, mm-hmm. and but it's it's pretty, and I like it. All mm-hmm. right, next one: uh, ground ball double plays. Way down, way down, Ben. Like, huh. like, shockingly down. Like, down by twenty percent, ish, and uh, lower than any year since uh, recorded history. There's never so, been a
1: year. Are we? We're talking about per opportunity double play per. No,
0: we're talking about per game. Per ah, game.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. So how much is it down from, say, last year?
0: And just to be clear, that if you look at singles plus walks plus hit by pitch, uh, there's no difference this year. So yeah. just as many people are reaching first base per game, uh-huh. uh, ba- hmm. yeah, basically. Is that right? It, uh, yeah, because the walks are up, uh, homers. Yeah, it's almost. It's it. It's just about exact. And so last year was point seven seven double plays per game, and that's. About the average for the last five years And then before that it was in the Low eights, low 0.8s But basically over the course Of the last 20 years it's been between like 0.74 and 0.81 And very little fluctuation This year it's at 0.63
1: Hmm I don't know what to make of that I don't think that could I mean what could have changed so much In one one winter To make it go down that much I mean um, I was Gonna say it had something to do with offense going down, but if that's not the case, uh, then it could be, uh, you know, hitter. Uh, is is ground ball rate down, do you know? Is like, are hitters hitting more fly balls because fly balls are good? Um, maybe you can check that out. That, but
0: that was, yeah, that was my first thought. I don't know.
1: I'm looking. Uh, if it's not that, then I don't know. What else could it be? Just, I mean, is it possible that shifting. Somehow makes, makes it more difficult to turn double plays because you've got Scott your second baseman in right and field or something? or maybe. Yeah,
0: like today Adrian Beltre, for instance, was playing shortstop, and there was a ground ball double play hit to second base, and they fed him, and he had no idea what to do, <laughs> and he very awkwardly sort of tried to do a jump throw over Pedroia and never got the ball out of his glove and almost stepped on Pedroia, um, who's small and uh so i mean it's hard to imagine that that there are uh like 30 of those but
1: yeah uh, or that shifting could be up so much from last year that it which was you know already up that it could produce that sort of effect um anything on the batted ball stuff
0: i'm looking it up
1: i don't know i would i would guess I would guess not that much to that. Mm-hmm. Probably.
0: Yeah, I don't really want to look up the chrome ball thing to be honest, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to have to do math again. Yeah. So no. I'll look sometime, but not mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Uh, all
1: right,
0: last one uh, <laughs> uh, last one is wild pitches are way up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a, let's see it's right now currently the wild pitches are the highest rate in recorded history as well. Uh, it's 0.39 per game, uh, and the uh, average over the last five years has been about 0.3 or uh, 0.33 or 0.34. Are well, which so,
1: is up historically. Is I mean yeah, I have no idea actually, what the trend is.
0: Yeah, so in the 70s it was a uh, about 0.3. In the 60s it was about 0.25. In the 80s it was about eh, 0.28 to 0.3. Uh, in the 90s was about 0.33. And in the 2000s, there was, a, there was a tick downward from 2000 to 2008, in which it was about 0.31. And then in the last five years, it's been about 0.34. And so then this year, it's 0.39. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about nine extra wild pitches.
1: <laughs> and
0: just so, just so that it's clear what we're talking about, maybe <laughs> 10. Could be 10.
1: I wonder if this is an April phenomenon, because you'd think you know, cold weather, maybe more precipitation or, you know, snow and rain and less of a grip on the ball, maybe. Catchers
0: and catchers who don't know their pitchers as well yet. And so, yeah. you know, there's a fine line between a, a, a cat. I mean, you know, catchers are at least at least a large portion of the blame here. And so mm-hmm. if they don't know their pitchers as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so that that's what I would guess. I, I wonder if, I mean... Velocity going up probably would lead to more wild pitches, right? Because you'd—I mean, if it's harder to get yourself in front of a ball in such a way that maybe it would be called a pass ball instead of a wild pitch, just because you can't get over to it in time because it's going faster, maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll guess. I'll guess April on that.
0: You're gonna guess April, and I'm gonna guess uh, small sample. Uh-huh. Just, just general small sample. I do have one uh, correction to report. Okay. Uh, it's ninety-two percent yo is the quote
1: <laughs> oh, from right.
0: Special K in Way. Ninety-two percent yo. Okay. Well, so I apologize for that. that. As Sweet. soon as I said it, it felt wrong.
1: Yeah, we would have gotten an email about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that it? That's it. All right. Uh, so go go register for hacking mass before friday just do it right now it doesn't take that long at baseballperspectus.com slash hm Um, send us emails for tomorrow's email show at podcast at baseballperspectus.com and please support our sponsor baseball reference go to baseballreference.com subscribe to the play index use the coupon code bp to get the discounted price of 30 dollars on a one-year subscription and we'll be back tomorrow